0: Welcome to episode one of the What You're Thinking podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Eric. I'm Vince. And with this podcast, we're going to touch on a lot of different topics in this crazy thing called life, where we'll never mince our words, but we'll always say what you're thinking anyway. We will keep it 100 at all times. So thank you for tuning in. So, how are things with you? I'm going to start off by saying that, man. What's up with you? Uh, Everything is good. You know, just uh, another day living in America. How about yourself? which is never just another day, but I know what you mean, though. <laughs> so, on this episode, we're just going to talk about everything going on with race, you know, the fallen brothers and sisters that we've experienced in the last few months, and everything regarding that. We're going to touch on George Floyd, the All Lives Matter people, and everything in between. All right. Sounds good. So, I want to know, like, what's your, what was your initial thought process like when you heard about the news about George Floyd in Minneapolis? Uh, so when I first heard the news about George Floyd,
1: um, you know, and rest in peace of his soul, I just had a, a few things going through my mind. You know, I, I immediately thought about Trayvon Martin and how what was happened to him, what happened to him was so unfortunate. And it's something that I feel a lot of us forgot about. And <clears throat> I just thought of the relevance to the, the black community when when this occurred, you know, cause it's like every single year other than a virus or um, a terrorist attack or, or something negative happening, there's always something on the news about an African-American male losing his life for some idiotic reason. You know, so this is something that, that made me not only think about that, but also think about myself. You know, this, this man is no different from me. When I turned what, 30 or however old he was, this man is no different from me going out in the street and you know minding my business, trying attempting to enter my vehicle and being told not to, being put to the ground, um, not resisting arrest and still being put to, being put down, you know, and, and as a result dying, losing their losing my life, you know. This this isn't something that I feel like
0: I shouldn't need to worry about, but it's it's reality. Um, but how, how do you feel about everything? Uh, a lot of mixed emotions. All on the same side of you know where I stand with this, and will always stand. Um, I felt sad. I felt angry. I felt frustrated. I felt tired. All that just because you know, as you said, like you think about people like Trayvon Martin, um, Eric Garner, Michael Brown. It's just so many times that a person of color has their life taken from them at the hands of not just police, but just someone else in this country and then get away with it, you know? Right. And of course, you know, some people like to point the finger at the black and black crime and all that. I'm not going to do all that. I mean, I think to even bring that up in these times, you're tone deaf and you telling yourself by even bringing something like that up. But again, it's kind of sad. Another emotional in there is just, you know, desensitized. Like it just happens way too often. Right? The fact that us both, I mean, you're, you'll be 26 shortly. I'm 26, I just turned 26 we can list a whole name of like a whole list of people that this has happened to. Right. Right. You know? So it's just sad to think that things aren't changing, but things are changing. I think with this this in particular, with the loss of George Floyd at the hand of Jerry Chauvin and the other three police officers, you know, by them killing him and it was on like video, everyone saw it around the world. You do see that there's a change because for the first time ever, there's other races that are just as angry as us. And it's a shame that he had to lose his life. But Reverend Al Sharpton put it perfectly. For those of you who may have watched the eulogy he gave at George Floyd's funeral, the first one, it's, it's, it's because of the coronavirus, right? You know, that's something that has hit everybody in the world. it scared everybody this year. And it's still scaring people because people are still dying from it. And that's obviously something that was unexpected. But Reverend Al Sharpton put it like this. He said, it's because of that. We were all home. And because we were all home, we couldn't turn a blind eye this time, which America has done so many times in the past. Right. So maybe that's one thing, that's one positive about this, that we couldn't just brush us under the rug, you know, As the, pro- the which is why the re- the problem has been perpetuated for all these years. Because we just say, oh, no, that's terrible. And then we act like it didn't happen. Now we have just as many. It's not just celebrities. It's regular, regular white people that are upset about this and saying this is definitely racism. There is systemic racism. And we need to combat it. You know, it's not just a matter of, oh, so-and-so donating money. Like, they're actually in the streets. They're protesting. They are donating as well. They're writing letters to the councilmen and the mayors and prosecutors and all that. so That way change can happen. So I really do feel like this is a leaf being turned. Like I said, I'll say it again. You know, it's a shame all these people's lives that have died up to this point. But it's not going in vain because I feel like we're not fighting this fight by ourselves. And for some people, for some white people, you know, they won't listen to anybody but people who look like them. Exactly. So I'm 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 happy that, you know, and that's another benefit, another added benefit of why why it's good that other white people are being upset because they're looking at it like okay, maybe this is a real issue because it's not just the black people complaining about, you know, it's it's tough being black in America this time. Like we have a real issue here. Right? So I think that's definitely a good thing and it's it's definitely been um, I would say it's a mon- monumental reaction just because of the re- the aforementioned reasons with, you know, everybody fighting out there with us. And I don't know, even know what day of protest it is, but they're still going strong. I mean, unfortunately, and Unfortunately, uh, there's been some other deaths since then. A few people of color have you know, showed up hanging across the country. You know, Modern-day lynching is real. And that's no coincidence, I don't think. And then from what I saw online, some people were saying it's uh, there was suicide. I don't think that people just across the country are going to be just hanging themselves like this. I mean, if we're being literal, we have a, a reason to feel depressed because of everything going on. But we're not just going to be hanging ourselves again, especially from a tree. Exactly. That's not, so you can miss all all of us with that. But, you know, I do think that we're definitely taking a step in the right direction. Would you agree? I I definitely agree. Um, And I did want to brush up on that a little
1: bit. Um, Me personally, I feel like this is kind of the reason why a lot of people try to say all lives matter. You know, it's it's easy to, to be a white person sitting in your home, you know, turning your TV on, seeing that video that you saw of the, um, the, the death of George Floyd um, and feeling like you, you can say all lives matter. You know, you are home. You saw you saw a man underneath the knee of another man dying on your television. You know, this isn't something that you wish to see. This isn't something that is the norm for you. But. But you do need to understand that this is something that has been occurring in the black community for years. Um, I'm going to brush up on, on something that that happened years ago in in February 4th on February 4th in 1999. Um, you know everyone can go ahead and google it too if you haven't heard the story have if you haven't heard the story um, but a young man named by the name of Amadou Diallo was shot 41 times. Um he, he was a a young black man um, he was literally on the phone with his mom. He told her, Hey mom, you know, I, I saved $9,000 for college tuition. I'm on my way. You know, she, he was very, he was happy that he was going to be in, he had the opportunity to actually, you know, turn his life around. Um, and unfortunately his, his life was taken away from him that, that same night. Um, so, so that just goes to show that this, this is something that has been occurring for a very long time. Um, in 99, I, I was a young kid. I, I was out there riding my bike, minding my business, you know. I'm glad I had the opportunity to actually do that. But this man was 23 years old at the time and he lost his life. He had his whole life ahead of him and it was taken away from him due to injustice, due to being black, you know. So this, this is something that, that's that's a huge problem. Um, and I do wanna basically put the, the platform on police. I wanna, um, because Police need to understand that, you know, you're putting on a uniform and it's your job, you know. Mm-hmm. And every job, within every job, you have policies and you need to have an element of common sense. Being a police officer, you have to earn the title of officer. You can't just go around and expect people to call you officer. You know, you, you go around, your duty is to protect and serve. It's written all over your the SUV that you're cruising in. It's written all over your uniform. You're you're there to protect and serve the community. You're not there to terrorize the community. You know your job is to is to maintain gang activity, keep it reduced, make make sure you're getting the right people off the street. But now we have to worry about getting these guys off the street. You know because if you look if you look all around you, you basically see these guys abusing their power, and, and something has mm-hmm. to be done. You know everyone has a different ideology around it, but the facts are there. Um, I did want to basically share some points about George Floyd as well. Um, because, this, yeah, he was a black man, but at the end of the day, he was a man. You know, George Floyd, he was a family man. He was an icon in the community. You know, he used to play football in his community. And he basically wanted to do nothing more than motivate the youth in the community. You know, give them a reason to live. You know, let them know, Let teach them to understand that doing what's right for themselves is something that's, that's, not, that's only going to pay off in the long run for them. Because when you're in a good position, you're able to to look out for everyone else. You're able to to, to spread that education, spread that love, um, mm-hmm. spread the significance of actually doing something in your community to make a make a difference, which is something that anyone would want in their community, right? Um, and it, this goes back on the police. You know, the the, the first element of surprise um, was basically util, utilizing injustice for the sentencing process of Derek Shuvan. You know, and that's where the relevance of Black Lives Matter comes in. You know, um, it's like, in my opinion, I mean, you you can let me know if I'm right or wrong. But to me, it basically seemed as though the justice system failed us. You know, it didn't wish for it to appear as um, they were pulling a race card. And to me, it was completely obvious. You know, a man lost his life. And the sentencing that the man got, the police officer got, was... Basically, similar to what you would expect someone who ran five dogs over, what um, is was to receive. You know, this is a human being who lost his life. Not saying that, you know, five dogs being killed is is something like, but this is this is a human being, you right? Know? And and a human life is is in my in my opinion, a human life is a precious gift to the world we all live in. And the fact that a man had to lose his life the way he did. Is why Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, he died. The world saw the conviction of Mr. Chauvin, um, and honestly, it seemed like something that they wanted to sweep under the rug and basically present with less relevance. And to me, that that's a huge problem. That's why that's why we're in the streets the way we are. That's that's why we're getting loud. That's why you know we're rioting because they basically fuel the fire they they fuel the fire they 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 poured they poured gasoline everywhere and they and they drew a match in there and they tried to close the door you know and mm-hmm. what we're doing right now is is what we're supposed to be doing because enough is enough you know as far as black on black crime that's something that we can come together and figure out what the problem is um because obviously it's it's within our community but yeah this right here is something bigger than just a black community um, because I, what, I've not, what I've been noticing, I've been seeing a trend. It's like everyone is trying to justify the police doing what they're doing. To oh, black people are in their neighborhoods and they're killing one another. Like no, Which that's lost. Yeah, that's a completely different thing. That's a completely different topic. That's a completely different book with an alternate publisher. Right. That's something that that comes in down the line. This right here is 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 critical. This is something that is a part of America. This is something that go straight up to the White House. And this is something that needs to come from the White House and all the way down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know if you have anything
0: else you want to add to that. Um, no, I totally agree, because there's a whole system based off of it. Like, yes, there may be black and black crime. And that, first of all, that's even be, been debunked, too. Like, yes, you have statistics to show that. But you're going to harm or do whatever you're going to do with people that are around you in the community you grow up in. So it's not like black on black is just more horrible. Like, yes, white people kill white people, too. But we're not going to talk about that. Like, the fact that people's instant reaction to bring something up like that shows that you just want to deflect the attention off of the issue at hand. And that's what always happens. And that we're going to go into this more later when we talk about All Lives Matter. But it's just like, to bring, oh, black people, oh, they, they hurt black people too. Like Let's not forget about that. Like, what? Like, I can't believe when people go to that because it's just like, you're really telling on yourself that you just want to deflect from the issue. And you don't even realize it. You know, they think they're being slick. That's not being slick at all. Like there's a, like I said, yes, black and black crime is a problem. But there literally is a whole system to to implement, really, where black people's lives are being taken from them time and time again. And it just so happens that a lot of times it's by policemen. That's no coincidence. If there's one common denominator, there's a reason for that. That's Things don't happen by chance that frequently. I'm sorry. There's nothing anybody can do to convince me of that. Exactly. But, you know, we have to keep bringing it to the attention, which is what I love. I mean, you know, I also want to talk about Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery. Ahmaud Arbery, we all saw that video. The, the, the boy was running, going for a jog. He had his life taken from him by two people in the neighborhood who thought that he was a person that was tied to house robberies recently. And then they killed him. They shot him down and killed him. They got They got one of their friends as a father and son, I think Travis and something McMichael. And they got one of their neighbors to go with them, who actually fired the first shot from what I've heard and you know, recorded Greg, on Gregory, his phone.
1: Um, Gregory and, and Gregory is the father and, and Brian was the son, Michael. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that was all on camera. They got the neighbor. The neighbor recording it. He fired the first shot and he got out of the truck, fired. So, of course, I'm what, What's anybody going to do in that situation? You're going to defend yourself. That's what he was trying to do. He had shotgun rounds and pistol rounds shot at him and, you know, got away and then fell to the ground right away cuz he died after being having the gunshot wounds in him right after trying to run away. Now this man was going for a job. Like you it goes back to what you said, that could have been you. That could have been me. And that's why it's so easy. I mean, obviously we're black so it's easy to empathize. But it's just the fact that you're doing something simple. Like that really could have been us. We we go for jobs. we could have been Jayvon Martin too. We may go to the store to get some skittles in Arizona. You know, just random things like we it, it, we're, we're kind of like Scared to think to do to do like regular dead like everyday things, you know, that's what's scary about it. Like, we could be any of us could be in any of those situations, and that's why it just hits home. Now, Brianna Taylor, as we all know, what happened with her? She was EMT, she was sleeping in her apartment with her boyfriend, and cops mistake her for someone must mistake her for someone else. There's like three cops, I believe they came in there and shot her up. I forget, I forget the bullet count, but there wasn't just like one bullet, like, they just kept shooting up, and she died in her sleep because they killed her that way. And those cops they didn't even lose their job. They didn't get no charges against them. They're still walking free. Quote unquote protecting and serving, like all the rest of them do, right? Now that's terrible, but I'm it's glad I'm glad to see. So as you said before with the cycle, how it goes, right? People, you know, talk about it for a little bit, then they forget about it. Things are a little different in twenty twenty where, you know, people were calling people out, like, let's go as hard for Brianna Taylor now as we did for George Floyd. And, you know, it they didn't die off a little bit, but then since people started calling that to attention people are still going strong and they're bringing it up on social media as much and people are still marching like i said in the streets i forget what day it is of the protest but we're not letting up this time because we're we're seeing different things happen like where they passed the a law now basically where you you can't just go on knock with, like and break down someone's door without a reason for a liable viable reason for doing that and which is crazy cuz you also see this in the last couple of days how the cops have not been charged or even lost their job, but yet you want to make a law to prevent what they did from happening. How does that make sense
1: someone just a simple fact that someone had to lose their life before they they tried to implement something like that right you know, it's, it's, this is something that, that reminds me of like, like Narcos, for example, you know before they busted Pablo Escobar, they got all their facts together you know they they made sure that they were at least one hundred percent sure that this was the man that was that was basically doing everything that, that it appeared that he was doing.
0: Right,
1: you know, you had the you had the DEA agents. You had you had a lot of people basically working on 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 this 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 one case, mm-hmm. you know. So it was just like, why wasn't that same tactic being used when headed when heading to Brianna's home? You know, why didn't these guys basically have, make sure that they had their facts straight? you know? Exactly. And then and then you know, as a result, this 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 young woman had to lose her life, you know. Um, like I, I have a few things on Brianna. You know, it's it's just very unfortunate that Brianna had to lose her life the way she did, um, and and honestly, she's she's another victim of individuals with a certain job title not utilizing policies, procedures, and literally everything that they learn during training. You know, if you're a cop, you have policies, you have procedures, and you need training in order to do your job. Yeah, de escalation you know, techniques. Exactly. So, if someone is dying on the other end of your gun, then there's something wrong with you and there's something wrong with whoever trained you because I don't understand how you see someone who doesn't have a weapon, you see someone literally in their bed and you decide to pull your trigger that many times. Right. You Not know, a threat just, at all. Yeah. You know, shame on you for that um and i don't know it's just it's the fact that certain precautions are used when dealing with other races and they're never used when um african americans are involved it, it, it speaks volumes i feel like if those were two italian mafia mob guys you know they would have taken every necessary precaution and made sure that they got that property correct they wouldn't have walked, they wouldn't have walked in on, on false pretenses mm-hmm. you know um and that goes back to Black Lives Matter. You know, that's, that's huge. You know, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter to everyone. Then, you know, stereotypes, when, whatever stereotypes were used, I've never personally seen the neighborhood that Brianna lived in. But, you know, if, if stereotypes were, were being used and in, in obtaining that search that they did, you know, shame on them for that. Um, and it's, it's just the simple fact that as Black people, we're, we're constantly ignored when we speak cry ask for help or try to be human and honestly that's what boils down to us becoming frustrated you know I'm going to knock on wood every experience that I've had dealing with police officers has been pretty calm but I feel like the only reason why they've been calm is because I've literally turned my hazard lights on took my key out of the ignition put my hands on the steering wheel you know and it's like I'm not just doing it because it's something that I saw when I was watching cops growing up it's yeah. something that I feel like I have to do in order, in order to see the next day or see my mom later on that night. You know, because I I don't want to be the reason. I don't want to go out there and then my mom. That's she's gonna basically say the last time I saw my son was this morning when he left for work. Yeah, I don't want to be remembered by my mom by that. She has to close her eyes and and try to remember how I looked when when I left, and that and oh, that's that the alive. last thing. That's the last thing that she has. I don't. I don't. I don't want that from my mom. And yeah honestly that's the reality of it you know like eric i've i've known you since the 5th grade you know growing up we've we we've, we've grown up a certain way you know thank god like we we have we have the knowledge that we need to even do something like this but the reality of it is we are black men in america you know um yeah. there was something else that I, that i even said about that uh, we're we're going to come back to that later when we when we bring up all lives matter but it's just a simple fact that it's, it's just crazy. You know, um, the officer had it all wrong. And as a result, Brianna lost her life. Um, mm-hmm. Her boyfriend lost his girlfriend. A mother lost her daughter. And COVID, plus regular patients, lost an amazing soul who already dedicated her life to ensuring that, you know, they made a fast recovery from their suffering and were constant consistently met with her beautiful smile. You know, this is someone who dedicated her life, literally her life. She was, an, she was an EMT. I'm sure you have to volunteer to even become an EMT. You're not getting a paycheck like everyone else. You're volunteering yeah. your time to help make someone else's, life, someone else's life a lot better. You know, so by these cops taking her life, it was basically a domino effect. You know, you, you have cause and then you have, you have effect. This is someone who is innocent. This is someone who who shouldn't have lost her life the way she lost her life. And as a Definitely. result, the world suffered you know right now we're we're under a pandemic. It doesn't feel like we're under a pandemic, but we are under a pandemic you know, and people actually some people actually needed her in order to live you know mm-hmm. so it's just it's a shame that you know her her life needed to be taken the way it did um but yeah. it's our duty as african americans to to make sure she she didn't die in vain. We need to make sure we're out there we need to make sure we're voting we need to make sure. sure. sure we're doing every day every day we're doing something that's going to make a change in our community because enough is enough you know it's 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 crazy to me how a group of white folks can look at a group of african-americans and single us all out but we're supposed to remember that oh that white guy over there is jewish that white guy over there is, is 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 christian oh he's an atheist you know we're we're supposed to just go out there and Oh, you're a doctor. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't mean to call you by your first name. I meant to use doctor before I said your first name. We're yeah, it's like we're supposed we to go out ones. here. Yeah, we're supposed to go out here and, and make sure we're acknowledging everyone properly and respecting everyone properly. But when we come out of our homes every morning and we hop we go into our, our vehicles or uh, we sign into to to the Zoom call. You know, as of COVID nineteen, you know, we have a lot of African Americans who work from home. You know, shout out to you guys. Um, you know, signing into Zoom. And it's like, no, you never know. Your coworkers see your name come up, and they're like, "Oh, that's the black guy that I work with." No, that right. that shouldn't be what it is. That it's another human being, with a family just like you, morals, ethics, you know, and, and someone who wants to succeed. You know, mm-hmm. so that that's what it all boils down to, and that, and that's something that the world needs to basically
0: understand and and take heed to. Right. And something I always go to is when I just think about. I mean, there's many ways you can just call out. The, the officers or the people who not just take lives, but even have these racist ideologies. And there's so many ways to just prove them wrong. But one thing I always go to is just think about the offenses, right? And how how one-sided it is and how biased it is when our lives are taken. Now, I don't even know who the person that they thought Breonna Teller was, but I don't even know what the offenses were. But unless it was, I mean, no, I'm not even going to say unless it was anything, because she was literally sleeping in her bed. It's not like she was sitting up in the corner of the room with a suspicious object in her hand that they thought was a gun that was a threat. They just let off the rounds at her. Think about George Floyd. It was for a suspected forged check for $20. <clears throat> Yet, Dylan Roof, the guy that killed the people in the South Carolina church, he shot them up. Well, he had an assault rifle. He had a pistol, all that. They put a vest on this man, took him to Burger King, making sure he wasn't hungry before they took him down to the station. Not one scratch on him. Now you mean to tell me that I'm supposed to believe that there is no such thing as white privilege when something like that happens? We get beat down, and sometimes our lives are taken. But that guy who we know for a fact killed up all those people, he gets away scot free. Without a scratch on them. How? How? Like, can you make that make sense? Because I definitely can't. You know, it's never. It's never something that was right. Even if they do mistake, even if it is mistaken identity, it's never something that really they make that should make someone fear for their life. Definitely a cop. How are you a cop? You got a badge, a baton, all different types of stuff you can use. And you're trained, I'm, I'm sure, for melee to be able to handle yourself self-defense. And you the one scared. How are you the one scared with all that on you? We're, we're that much of a threat, right? That's that's the mentality that they're saying when they do stuff like that. It's just crazy to me, man. It's I don't get it. But I also want to say, you know, another benefit to the, the leaf being turned with everything going on with George Floyd is, you know, we're seeing people show their ignorance. You right. know, it's not. I don't, I don't think it's easy being a racist. I really don't. Even though they like to generalize, they don't realize how dumb they are and how much they're telling themselves. Now, some people said, now, I don't even, I'm, I feel bad that I'm even bringing it up. This poor this lost soul's name, but one of the coons out there. I posted on Facebook about recently. Her name is Candace Owens, big time conservative. Um, she's a black woman, Trump supporter, all that, and she basically let, dropped this video. I think it was a few weeks ago, basically saying how uh, George Floyd is not a martyr. You know, y'all shouldn't make him the martyr, and you know, basically saying he's not a saint because he's been in that prison five times, right? And people do, this isn't the first time this has happened. Well, with her especially, because she's one of those people that tries so hard to kiss up to the white people that don't ever look at her as an equal. But in her mind, they do. So that's why she kisses up and coons for them so hard. But people have done this before. And to me, that makes no sense. And here's why. Because for you to bring up the fact that he was in our prison is so irrelevant. And when you, when you call someone out for that, they're like, oh, no, I'm not saying that that justified his death. Well, yes, you are. Because why else would that? Why else would you bring that up? Because if you're if, if you're just bringing that up randomly, you can also bring up uh, he owned a few a few pairs of Nikes. Um, he loved lasagna. His daughter's name was so and so. Like those are just as relevant as him being a criminal, right? In your eyes, and people that know him closely have gone on record. Like Stephen Jackson, one of the people I know for sure. I follow him closely. I've been following him closely for years. That have said, you know, they grew up in third World Tech, Houston, Texas together. The guy moved, got his life together. He may have been, they, they suspected he was on drugs when they, when, they, uh, when the incident went down. But even so, he was actively trying to get his life together. That has nothing to do with the fact that he was in that prison. He could have gotten arrested, got out of prison one week before this happened. and I still wouldn't look at him any differently. This man did not deserve to lose his life. And there's nothing he could have done that would justify it. Unless he killed someone and they were, he was out on the loose. But this man wasn't doing that. So why are you bringing up, oh, he shouldn't be the martyr? I, I had to explain to someone I know recently about this i said like oh i'm just saying you know i'm not saying you deserve to die but you know you shouldn't be a martyr but here's the thing we black folks are not ever trying to make someone a martyr the list is long of who this has happened to so <clears> y'all <throat> could pick if you want a martyr go ahead and pick which martyr we should have but the list is long and that is the the overlying point that the list is long and a lot of times it's at the hand of police hands of police so mm-hmm. we're not trying to make one say one person is a saint or, you know, it just happened to be this is a monumental reaction to George Floyd's death. But we're not saying, oh, his life deserves justice more than Trayvon Martin or Tamir Rice or Eric Garner or Michael Brown. We're not saying that. Our point is that this keeps happening and nothing is done. The whole point of the Black Lives Matter movement is the fact that we're saying we matter, too. And they, True. I think some people look at that and say they get... They get, they feel like they're threatened. I think they look at it as like we're yeah, trying to say, yeah, like we're trying to say we matter more. And that's never been the case. They, they're missing the whole point of equality. It means to be equal. Like we're not, we've never said, oh, we're the superior race. We want a little more than you. We want a nice amount more than you. We want way more than you. We're not saying that. We matter too. And that, you know, brings us to our next topic of all lives matter. Now, the main thing I want to say about this, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to say it real slow because I think. That the all lives matter people seriously suffer from some kind of something because they're not they're totally missing the point. It infuriates me and infuriates a lot of people. And they're getting called out for it now when I say the all lives matter thing, right? Because I've I've actually heard a few comedians speak on it and they put it perfectly too. One analogy I think you and I spoke about this before. It's like uh, someone's house is on fire in flames, and the fire truck is coming, and some random neighbor says, "Wait, wait." My house is on fire. I mean, no, my house is special too. But wait a minute, your house is not on fire. Our house has been on fire for all these years, and anytime we draw attention to it, y'all want to point out the fact that other people are important as well. So that's when I when I say this, it just it doesn't make sense to me. It, boil, it makes my skin, my blood boil. It just drives me crazy. And then that's like I saw something on Twitter as well that said like that's like wearing a, going on uh, September eleventh. And wearing a shirt that said, all buildings matter. You know? That's, like, yeah. literally the same thing as, like, going into a cancer ward and saying, other diseases matter. Like, they don't even realize how stupid that looks. Now, this is one, This is the part I'm going to slow down and say, because I think they're struggling to comprehend. It. Comprehensive skills are really bad. Now, like I said before, Black Lives Matter movement, it's about we matter too. Now, the repeated murders alone should be enough. To make one realize why we keep fighting for this cause. But if that's not enough, okay. In, in, inside my head, I am judging you. But that's an, another topic for another day. But if that's not enough, let's talk about the fact that it keeps happening at the same hands of the policemen. Right? And not only does it keep happening, but the people who do it, get away with it. They, they'll, they'll be on administrative leave, sometimes paid. They'll be on sometimes paid leave. That's another t- issue for another day as well. But they get a slap on the wrist. They might get suspended. They might lose their job. Sometimes they get charged. And then almost always they get away with it. I can't remember one officer that actually faced charge, charge, face charges and is in prison now because of what he did taking a life of a person of color. That, so that right there, that last part, of them getting away with it is what makes us say black lives matter because the message being conveyed is that our lives do not matter because someone can take it and get away with it. It's not just the simple murders alone. It's the fact that they do it and get away with it. That's the whole point of the black lives matter movement. That's right. So I just want to know, do you have anything to add to that? Cause I think that's puts it you know, plain and simple. I mean
1: yeah that that definitely does make it plain and simple um and you know one thing I just want to add is the simple fact that you know a lot of people they might disagree with, with like what what we're saying about police officers but I mean put it into this perspective you know they think about the 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 job bracket think about you know the salaries that are coming home think about the black people that are also well african americans that are also in the neighborhoods of white americans right and and you know also think about the simple fact that taxes are coming out of all these families' paychecks, you know, mm-hmm. our business expenses. And think about where these taxes are going. They're, they're, we're, we're literally helping the community to, to pay these police officers. I and mean, then we're the ones who are, not only are we suffering because we're, we're not making as much as the white families, so the taxes are actually hitting us hard, but we're also suffering because we're dying at the hands of someone that we're basically paying to protect. The community, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, that's I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't don't really think about. But that's literally how low how low it goes. Um, and you know, with that with, with that being said, I, I did want to actually bring up um, one more person. Um, her name was I mean, I I, I, could, I could be wrong if I'm pronouncing it, um, but Oluwatoyin Salu. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she was a 19 year old girl, a um, 19 year old woman, I should say. Um, and she she lost her life. Unfortunately, it's still under investigation. Um, but I did want to take some time to basically, you know, quote a CNN article um, from today, mm-hmm. June fifteenth, um, where it basically said, and I quote: "At the end of the day, I can't take my effing skin color off. Everywhere I go, I am profiled. Whatever I like, what, how, whether I like it or not. So guess what?" I'm going to die by my effing skin. You cannot take my blackness away from me, you know. And and I feel like this is huge for her life and Black Lives Matter. Um, she was an activist for Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. um, and she did have a friend who basically said that you know, you would look at her, she would she would have pain in her heart, but but she enjoyed life and and she, and she loved her experience with life, um, and. She was only nineteen years old and, and and the way the fact that she had to explain it that way it's 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 sad you know sure. um it's crazy I didn't even hear about that yeah and all lives matter because you know we can be what stops individuals like her from being forgotten forever you know she was she was a young woman trying to find her spot in society and me personally I feel like being black needs to stop feeling like marketing a product on shark tank to get some type of attention and and literally more like another respected race, you right. know we did not ask for inequality, and our ancestors did not ask to be held against their will, you know, which is literally the truth you know we're here every day we're trying to we're, we're trying to do what we need to do to become successful you know we I mean we all already we are already successful, but we're, we're trying to take it to the next level mm-hmm. so we're doing everything in our power to do it, but I'm sick and tired of being the only person that, because I I did actually get a job at Apple at one point, and you know I'm just gonna bring it up. You know, I, I'm tired of being the one person at the table who needs to, to speak from the chest more than everyone else in order to be heard or even paid attention to because I'm an African American male. Yeah, you know, and being African American in America, it's 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 challenging. You know, sometimes you you really do want to give up because. In your heart, you know you're just another human being. But, you know, in the hearts of other people, they don't see you as another human being. They see you as a, a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you feel all the time. You know, if, if you walk past someone, they they lock their car doors or, you know, they, they hold, their, they, they hold their, their children closer or whatever they do. But it's just a simple fact that we're all human beings. We all need to realize that. And we need to understand the relevance of what's happening right now. You know, this is basically, you know, you're reading a good book and you see a sentence that stands out to you. That's, that's relevant to your life. And you take out your highlighter and you, you highlight the entire paragraph. You know, this is something that we're highlighting for everyone else to see because this is reality for us. You know, every day we, every day we go out there, it's like mission impossible. We're always looking over our shoulder. You know, it, it, even though it's our constitutional right to, to basically, you know, work and do things like everyone else or every other race, it feels like we're being singled out. And this is something that actually needs to stop me personally, you know, like me and like Eric, we're getting closer to the age where we can actually start a family and we, and we can, you know, add on to what we've already been giving providing society with, but It feels like it's out of cost at this point. It feels like if we if we do decide to have children, how many years are we actually gonna be able to enjoy our children before someone takes them away from us? Mm-hmm. You know, so th- th- these are just things that 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 people need to hear. People need to, you know, kind of understand. And and this is kind of why, you know, there's. We can't just go around saying all lives matter. You know, because for the longest. African Americans have been the ones acknowledging the fact that all lives matter. We've been right. at the rest we've been at the restaurants serving everyone. We've we've taken the plate back because a certain white American who felt like they were privileged want cho wanted chop lettuce instead of the lettuce leaf. You know, so we've we've been humiliated enough, you know, at work or on our way home as we're driving because we're being Targeted by police for whatever reason, um, you know when we're hanging out in groups, you know, because if if you if you like, if you think about it, if you see a black party with with a bunch of white Americans, and you see a black a black party with African Americans, I'm pretty sure you're going to see a lot of cops around. Yep. You know, because they're going to feel like oh something something bad is going on, something bad is bound to happen. Yeah. So gang let activity. Me just... Yeah. Exactly. So this This isn't something to make you know certain individuals feel like this podcast needs to be shut down or something that people need to feel offended for. This is literally for educational purposes um you know all lives do matter. I'm not saying that they don't, but in this particular situation, everything that's happening right now we need to we need to put the the relevance on black lives and why they actually do matter. We're not asking for. Anyone to give us a handout we're, we're not asking for for our bills to be paid for us we're not asking for any of that. we're just asking for everyone to stop and just listen and, and look at the bigger picture and see what's actually happening we're right. just a, We're just another group of people just like you have groups of of italians groups of of asians we're, we're just another group of people who are also human who are trying to survive and get our, get our bills paid, pay our taxes, travel, and enjoy life for how many years we have it. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's that's the bigger picture. And I always tell people when it comes to that as well, like when you think about the pro, the fact that race is such like an issue in this country, it's sad. Um, just from the simple fact that we're all born, we're all brought here without being asked. We don't ask to be brought here, but we're all born. We want to have a childhood, a regular childhood, our teen years, our young adult years, our adult years, have a family maybe or not but we want to have this thing this regular experience called life but we can't do that as black people without being reminded of our color constantly in a negative way because there's nothing wrong with being reminded of your color but in a negative way in the connotation of this country it's like we just can't escape it and not that I'm not saying to escape your blackness or anything like that but to be experiencing racism like you said you know when I, like I was saying the other day walking past a person sitting in their car they locked the door or uh, a white woman may clutch her purse, you know, when you're when you're passing by her on the street or on the train or you're walking down the street and a woman's on the same a a, a white woman's on the same sidewalk as you will cross over to the street when you get close to her and then get back on the same sidewalk as if like you're going to do something to her there. It's just like the craziest things that are just commonplace for us right. are, you know, like that should not be commonplace. And just to, you know, also the last thing i to say on the All Lives Matter thing, I saw something on Facebook today when my friends posted uh, which is very real. And this is a, a white man that, uh, the, my, he, he shared something from a white man that I don't know if he knows him, but it says this, it reads as follows. For my All Lives Matter friends, when the Boston Marathon was bombed and everybody's profile picture changed to Boston Strong, nobody said all cities are strong. When the Las Vegas shooting happened, people changed their profiles to stand with Vegas. Nobody said stand with everywhere. Have you ever seen someone counter a breast cancer post with weight? What about colon cancer? But for some reason, if someone says Black Lives Matter, it turns into an all-inclusive All Lives Matter. This is not in this is not an either-or proclamation. When there is a crisis, we have always rallied around that particular group, city, cause. It does not diminish any group, any other group, city, or cause. It just brings awareness and support where it is needed. Nobody is saying all lives don't matter. But right now, our Black friends, family. Colleagues, neighbors, and strangers need our support. And it just puts it plain and simple again. Because that is just crazy that people still walking around here in 2020 talking about all lives matter. When clearly all they're trying to do is divert the attention away from the fact that black lives matter as well. You know? that's true. And that's what, it's just so frustrating, man. Because it's just like, come on. Like we see the change and it's going to be a slow process. I also saw a, a dope illustration a couple weeks ago. Um, where I basically had this white kid and this black kid walking up a hill, and the white kid was on his hands on his knees, tired about to like maybe hit the the floor, and there was a sign at the bottom of the hill that said "All the racism in this country and sign at the top of the hill, and it was saying like actually it said, that sign said actually doing something about it and the black person was like, "Come on we're just getting started because that 's really the turning point we 're in. It is a turning point, but it 's just the beginning of this change being made to affect positive change in the future. You know,
1: I mean, it's a simple fact that things really need to change. You know, if you if you think about it, a young man was literally out there jogging, minding his business. Yeah, you know, and and he lost his life. You know, I mean, it doesn't get bigger than that. You know, if you if you really want to think all lives matter, after hearing these certain these stories, really sit down and think about it. Think about the yeah. Think about the fact that all lives matter, but think about the lives that are constantly ignored. Mm-hmm. You know, like the questions I should come up for, for you guys is the simple fact that why didn't Gregory or or Brian actually put the guns, leave the guns in the truck, and just tell tell Ahmad they would do, they just want to talk to him. You know, they 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 care about the, their community. You know, they 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 grew up in the community. They they've they've done everything that that they wanted to do for their entire life in that community, and they just want to protect it. So they just want to ask him a couple questions. You know, that's it. Talk to him like he's a human being, you and you'll get a human being reaction. But you know, if you want to go to this man with, with a shotgun, how are you going to get a reaction with all that adrenaline? You know, so people need to really sit down and, and and think about what's happening, and and the United States as a whole needs to be a whole. We don't we don't need to have com- Confederate flags hanging around in, in Georgia and. And individuals walking around with shotguns, feeling like they're on top of the world. This is, these are things that need to be addressed because the more they're ignored, the more things like this are going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, like I was even hearing that NASCAR is banning the Confederate flag, and some yeah. of their their most amazing race car drivers are are actually deciding to to end their career over that. You know, but right. it's just you guys aren't aren't seeing the bigger picture, and these, these are things that should not continue happening and honestly as long as millennials are around which is which is what i believe the most vocal generation in this technology period which is basically us things are going to change and things will have to change otherwise there are going to be re- repercussions mm-hmm. um so so you know as as we're basically filling in our foot in the ground you know um other generations need, need to need to hear where we're coming from with everything because I'm pretty sure our millennials can relate to, relate to this. You know, Growing up, we were all put together in the same classrooms unless we were from separate neighborhoods, wherever the case may be. But as far as where we're from, South Orange and Maplewood, we've always been diverse. We've always known one another and we've always learned to appreciate one another. Down until high school where the dynamics started to change a little bit, yeah. but it wasn't by us. It was literally by the administration but that's a that's a topic that's a that's a that's a story for another day um as of right now the relevance between that and and millennials is the simple fact that we all have once experienced how it felt to be in a, in a classroom with everyone around you know black asian white whatever the case may be filipino we we've we've all been in a classroom setting we 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 have witnessed the simple fact that we are all human and we all can help each other understand mathematics. We all can help each, each other understand English yeah. and language arts. So we, we all can help each other be better, which is what we did every single day growing up, which is why we call ourselves MAPSO, and which is why we linked up as a community. So, you know, for people who aren't from here, you know, you need to just just try to close your eyes and visualize how that looks like. Yeah. You know, a bunch, a bunch of people with, with, that come from different backgrounds, you know, backgrounds are not even relevant at that point. Backgrounds are relevant to basically encoding where we come from, why we look the way we look, but we're all human beings. We all are here for a reason and we all need each other in order to make this world better than what it is right now. It's a catastrophe right now. So we all basically need each other to come together and make this world the ideal world for us all to live, love, travel, and enjoy while we have it because this world is not ours i'm, I'm just going to throw it out there this world is ours temporarily it's not ours mm-hmm. you know so we need to make sure that we're setting the tone for the next generations that are coming up we need everyone to be comfortable we need everyone to the primary focus for everyone should be success and spreading success and making sure everyone is successful so our country gets out of debt these are things that are relevant to what's going on right now so we need to put the 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 BS aside, we need to put the racism aside, and we need we need to focus on what's happening right now. We need to get through what's happening right now, and moving forward, we need to know what we're doing because we're human. You know, being human, there's always a clock next to all of us and what we're doing, so we're limited to, to time and what we need to do right here, right now. But the bigger picture is the simple fact that we need to get down to the bottom of what's going on here we need we need to understand the truth you know there's no reason for us to be dealing with inequality in 2020 right and it's really yeah and if we're really going to cut to the chase if you really want to want to go if you want to really want to dig up the facts close your eyes and be human for a second imagine our ancestors you know think about how what you would do if someone came to your country with guns pointed at you and, and and basically told you that they want you to do something for them just mm-hmm. think about that for a second and tell me who's the weak one there we were in africa mining our business mm-hmm. you know and we were basically held against our will if anyone out there was ever held against their will you have two you have two options either you you take a bullet to the head or you, you follow and and do what this person is telling you to do you know unfortunately for us our ancestors had to go through that and as a result You know there was some sort of dominance there i don't know i I don't know what happened i wasn't born around that time but i'm pretty sure there was some sort of dominance there you know white folk felt like they were dominant because they got a group of these individuals into this country doing whatever they said so you know we're going to put them down real quick because there's nothing they could do about it otherwise they're going to get a bullet to the head right so Let's just let's just talk about the facts. We were all murdered and held against our will, basically. You know that's not really much to say for history. You know, and and the reason why our history is basically a group of people fighting, so everyone can get their freedom, and so that every other, um, every other ethnicity can can basically understand that, hey, we're here and we're just as equal as you, and we're gonna keep fighting, we're gonna keep having riots, we're gonna keep doing what we're doing until you get it. Mm -hmm. So this is only a continuation of of stuff that has already been happening. So everyone needs to get with
0: the picture and stop being around the bush. Right. And that kind of like is symbolizing the saying that you see as well on social media now is that all lives can't matter until black lives matter. Exactly. And that's, that's all we're trying to say is that we matter as well. So hopefully there's better days in the future, man. I do feel like they're coming. And I hope, you know, we're still alive to see them, you know, during our time here. But right. it just, it's upsetting. It's upsetting that all the, before before this change has happened, all the lives that have been lost, man, it's all the lives. And it's so uncalled for, right? Yeah, for just, a reason. Yeah, exactly. And in, in 2020, like I was saying before, it's embarrassing. It just shouldn't, that shouldn't be the case that we're still fighting for equality. And then not only that, I've told many people this as well, like, It's really tiring having to not only fight for equality, but to explain why why we are fighting for equality while fighting. We shouldn't have to do that. Like, listen to the the, the message. It's equality. Like, that should not even have to be fought for. But this is just, you know, how it is, the black experience in America, and we'll keep on keeping on. I know, you you know, you and I definitely will, because we were raised right. And you know we we know what's right for not only ourselves but other people as well. And We just want to see the culture move forward, you know, and stop being generalized and stereotyped to all be the same. Because for a lot of people, they just look at what they see and hearing music and seeing movies and shows and think all black people are the same. But going back to what you were saying before, I like we're supposed to you know be like oh this person's a doctor, and this person's not. Uh, this person's name is this, and this person's not. And the most famous one is oh. Their ancestors did so-and-so, but they're not like that. But yet, we still want to walk around and act like things are different. When they're not, I mean, like you said with the NASCAR driver, I forget which one it was. So Bubba Wallace is like, I think the single, the one and only person of color who's who's a NASCAR driver. and He's like, yeah, no. And then that's when they removed them all because he's very respectable. You got to wonder, I mean, it maybe doesn't matter, but I just wonder how, I don't follow NASCAR, but is he a big deal? Is he like the LeBron of NASCAR drivers? I mean, Jeff Gordon's not in it anymore. But if he was a lesser tier person, would they have cared? Or is it just because he's black or is it because he's black and really good at it? Who knows? But for that other guy, there's one guy that came out and said, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. He doesn't like the direction it's going. So you basically just said, in 2020, I'm still an ignorant racist. Because why would you want to be hold on to the Confederate flag that much? And then like have this whole rant about it, basically, that you don't want to continue your career because you don't feel like the way that the league is going, because they want to get rid of a Confederate flag. And that's something we're supposed to just forget about, right? Like, you want exactly. to forget about slavery, but you want to carry around a symbol of it, you know? It's always forget about slavery. But, yeah, we can't forget about the Holocaust, or we can't forget about nine eleven. you know? We are, we're the ones that have to forget about it and get over it. But, yet, yeah, we see examples of it every day. But, you know, like I said, just hopefully there's a better future on that. That's all, that's all I got to say today on race. I feel like this conversation is very productive.
1: Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree on that. Um, is, there anything, is there
0: anything else you want to add to it? Um, I would just – the last thing I would just say is, you know, for those who are donating or don't know where to donate, there's a lot of pages out there, you know, too many to just list by name. But I will say there's four types you should donate to if you're going to donate. Um, you can donate to Memorial funds Supporting Families, like, you know, George Floyd, Beyond the Tail, Mont the no names like that, Rayshard Brooks, I was killed at Wendy's, all that. There's bail funds for people that have been protesting, fighting a good fight. There's police reform organizations you can donate to. And for those also wanting to fund the police that are scared of that, I put it in my Instagram story the other day. Basically, that just means, like, Wendy's could have called the tow truck that night instead of the the police to come and handle that. And Rayshard Brooks would still be alive. So defund the police doesn't mean just stop paying the police and police are going to be paid less and, you know, we're just going to abandon them. Because for those that, quote unquote, believe blue lives matter and all that, it's not simply abandoning the police. Even though that's that would be cool. I would be cool with that too, but that's not what defunding the police is. So police reform orgs, and then lastly, the incarceration reform orgs as well. We already know incarceration is a business in this country, especially when it comes to people of color. If you haven't seen Thirteenth, the documentary about slavery, I mean not slavery, incarceration in America, and how it's tied to basically slavery, basically modern day slavery. Um, so you know, incarceration reform organizations, I would say to donate to those four. But um, that's all I got for today, man. You got anything you want to add to close out? um that's that's all i had for today really
1: um i just hope everyone who who basically is able to listen to this um you know just just gets to understand the bigger picture you know it's all lives do matter you are right on that but black lives matter for right now i mean always black lives matter you know just think think about through because of the ignorance of other people you know some of our ancestors who didn't have to experience slavery had to walk on the other side of the street right they had to to use the weaker water fountain with less water pressure they had to use the nasty toilet you know this this is black this is why black lives matter we were treated like animals and we still found a way to be strong and Mm -hmm. unite and and stand up for one another you know, so so this is the reason why Black Lives Matter. You you all need to really sit down and think about what you're saying before you you hit post. You know, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you're using, you need you really need to sit down and think about what you what you're you're posting, and ask yourself, you know, is, is does this make sense? Right. If, if this if this were a a final paper, I was typing up for my I don't know my major and whatever the hell it is, is this something I would hit submit to? Mm-hmm. Or is this something that I need to actually sit down and think about? Because a lot of you need to sit down and think about what you're posting online, you know, as far as your views on all lives matter, because you're not, you're really not understanding what has happened and what is happening. So, you know, that this is just all I'm asking from people. Um, this, that, this thing that happened to, 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 to Mr. Floyd is, is literally Nothing compared to what has already been happening since the '60s and before that, since so Martin Luther King was alive. Everything that he basically marched for and had the people around him for, everything that was in his "I Have a Dream" speech, every single thing that Black African Americans have ever done, lead up to this day. Yeah. You know, so for, for people, for a group of individuals to be fighting for their for their freedom, literally their freedom, this long. Is a problem, and that's why we're saying Black Lives Matter because we're consistently overlooked. When something happens, it's a gasp moment. It's oh, oh my gosh, Trayvon Martin. What they did to him was horrible, you know. And then a week later, oh, you know, hey, that black guy over there, he's been working here for two years plus. He applied for this job, but I'm gonna give it to you. You know, he's a black guy. Well, why does he care? Why does he need? You know, so this is just we're just showing you the bigger picture, you know, we're we're giving you for you guys who don't know how to sit down and daydream and actually see the bigger picture. We're we're providing it for you while you're not daydreaming, because this is our reality. This is what we have to live with, even if we decide that we don't want to live with it. This is something that we this is our reality every day. It's It's not your reality. So, of course, you wouldn't get it. But this is why we have books. You know, why do you read a book? You read a book to understand someone's point of view on the topic that you're trying to understand. So you're getting a a narrated point of view on a topic that you didn't try to understand, but we're basically allowing you to understand. You know, Mm -hmm. so so being Black in America is is really not easy. You know, like I said, this is, is every day we go out there in order for us to be successful. It feels like we're marketing a product for Shark Tank, and that's not a lie at all. All right, right, so I'm, I'm just going to leave it on that.
0: Yeah, and the last thing I would just say is for those who want to say that all lives matter, we just want our black lives to matter as much as those lives that y'all keep trying to direct our attention to to say matter as well. And I'll just leave it at that. All right. Thank you. Tune in next week for episode two. We hope you guys enjoyed. And we'll see you then. All right, guys.